Dr. Anthony, and uh, <clears throat> allow me to extend my regards from Riyadh to all the participants uh, today in Washington, D.C. So very good morning, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm very pleased to be part of the 31st Annual Arab-U.S. Policymakers Conference. Uh, before starting my remarks, I just would like to comment briefly on the uh, notes that uh, uh, Dr. Anthony have raised regarding the establishment of the GCC back in 1981. As far as I know, it started as six member states and this is where we started and this is where we are now. I am not aware, nor I have seen any documents indicating other than that. At the same time, we, as the GCC, and it was written in the Article of Association that we are complementing, not supplementing, the Arab League. We are supporting their uh, objectives as well as we are working closely with the Organization of Islamic Cooperation and as well as the United Nations. So now it has been 42 years since the GCC established. And from day one, we have introduced this organization as an organization, as a stabilizer, of peace, security, stability, and prosperity in our region and beyond. <clears throat> Over the last 42 years, the GC have been playing a significant and very important role, engaging in very constructive way with the international community. Yes, we had our ups and downs, but we remain solid and focused. Dr. Anthony, last time we've met, there were no Russian-Ukraine war. <clears throat> last time we've met, the war still coping with the COVID-19 consequences. <clears throat> last time we've met, we were talking about the economic prosperity worldwide. Over the last 11 months or so, so many things have changed. And as a result, our way of handling these things also have changed. Last night, just to give an example, the Federal Reserve have raised the interest rate 75 point pace. Other central banks followed the same. The inflation is increasing. Interest rate is increasing. Energy price is increasing, and the world is dominated by the geopolitics conflict. We thought that after COVID-19, we could, as a civilized world, to work together to overcome many challenges down the road. The pandemic have shown us that it's only through working together we will be able to overcome all these challenges. Yet, many pandemic 
is still in our way. Many pandemics required our full undivided attention. And this is something we call for. Despite our differences, we have no other options but to work together. Ladies and gentlemen, today's world is very alarming. The situation in East Europe is overshadowing everyone's agenda. Food security is an issue. Climate change is an issue. Terrorists and terrorist activities is an issue. The world security is at stake. It is only through conferences like this one we are participating today, we will be able to share our beliefs, our views. We will be able to share our priorities from different parts of the world. And hopefully we will be able to come up with mutual understanding of all these challenges in order to develop a joint action plan how to deal and to address these challenges. The Russian-Ukraine war <clears throat> has been dominating the international agenda for the last nine months. And it's very clear that this will continue with us without taking any side. We at the GCC are an advocate for direct negotiation between all parties. We capitalize on mutual understanding that there will be no winner of such a war. The whole world needs to act and the whole world need to sub an end or to find an end for this war. The GCC, as it has been an advocate for peace, peace and dialogue, have hosted the Russian foreign ministers last September physically here in Riyadh. As well, we have hosted the Ukraine foreign minister virtually at the same date from Riyadh. Our message was very clear and straightforward. We need to stop the war and we need to find a way to have an open and direct dialogue between all the parties. The rest of the world should support such initiatives. The rest of the world should also support all the effort to find commitments for the grains coming from the conflict zones. The food security is not something we are expecting. It is something we are living. And in this regard, everyone's help is needed. Winter is approaching and the weather will be very cold. As long as this conflict 
continues, we will have so many challenges that we have to deal with. Over the last two days or so, you have covered so many issues during the 31st annual Arab-US Policymaker Conference, all of which is related to our part of the world. Yesterday, I just came from Algeria, in which I participate on the Arab League Summit, and it was the 31st Arab League Summit. The communique that was issued is very clear. <clears throat> we need to capitalize on our mutual understanding. We need to engage a civilized world to address all the challenges. And we need to work together as nations under the UN chart to make this world better one for us and for generations to come. I also would like to take the opportunity to highlight some of the issues that related to our region. Last week, we had the formation of the new Iraqi government. A welcome step toward stabilizing the region. Iraq is a very important country, and stabilizing Iraq is crucial to stabilizing the region. At the same time, we're still watching carefully the situation in Lebanon. We hope <clears throat> that Lebanon will soon have a new president as well as a new government. I don't think the region is ready <clears throat> to deal with the situation in Lebanon if it's, God forbid, and continues in the other, other directions. Lebanon has been the heart of the stability in the region, and Lebanon should enjoy their own agenda not to be influenced by any regional uh, parties. The same thing goes to Yemen, a country which the GCC plays a significant role to stabilize by introducing the GCC initiative back in 2011, supported by the UN Resolution Council 2216. Last March, the GC hosted the Yemeni Yemeni talks. That's included more than 1,800 participants from Yemen. The UN Special Envoy was there. The US Special Envoy was there. The European Union as well was there. We think the Yemen Emmy talks present a very good platform 
for the Yemeni people to put the Yemeni interest as a priority. We are calling for the Houthi to respect that. We are hoping that the truce will be renewed and we're still hoping that the UN Special Envoy of whom we are supporting will manage to find an end for this conflict. <clears throat> Dr. Anthony, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you have highlighted during the conference many other elements that will affect the world stability as well as security. Let, let's not forget that also there is prosperity in which the GCC with its ambitious development plans and all the six member states is raising the flag and the standards to transformation or in a transformation effort for the region and beyond. We strongly believe that with stability comes prosperity. And for that, the GCC for the next 10 years is looking to present to the rest of the world a transformation and very comprehensive development plan that will set the standards very high. <clears throat> Next week, or at the end of this week, we will have the midterm elections in Washington, DC. I was in Washington two weeks ago, and I know nothing there but to talk about the upcoming elections. The US is playing and will continue playing a significant role in stabilizing the world. The role that no one can fulfill and it's the, the role that, that cannot be limited to what is the result of an election. The US and the GC has been partnering in a very strategic way and such partnership was needed before and it's still needed for the future. At the end of this month, the world will enjoy the FIFA World Cup 2022 in Qatar, a GCC member state. I'm inviting the rest of the world to enjoy the World Cup, which I can assure you it will be the World Cup that never been seen in terms of the infrastructure, dedication, and the resources that was allocated to make it something remarkable for us and for many generations to come. Dr. Anthony, allow me to contribute a special thanks to you for keeping this traditions conference to engage 
policymakers from both sides. It is a platform that's very much needed. And it's a platform where we will be able to discuss not only our common agenda, but also our different opinions, how to proceed. We are counting in your contribution and we are counting on the outcome of such conference because the world needs us today than any other time. <clears throat> thank you, Dr. Anthony, and thank you for all the participants and giving me the floor for this few remarks. Mr. Secretary General, that's one of the most uh, magisterial um, addresses uh, this kind of conferences has ever uh, received.